So today we're going to talk about one of the names Jesus gets as he comes to earth. Has anyone ever heard of the name Emmanuel? Yeah. Jalen, can you put that verse up from Matthew? So this is when, you know, the angel came to Mary and said, you're going to have a baby. And then the angel went to Joseph and said, hey, Mary's going to have a baby. And the angel is telling Joseph what this baby is going to be like. And he says something really cool. He said that this baby will be known as Emmanuel, God with us. All right, let's take a quick pause. Everybody, pause time out. God with us? Where's God, where's God right now? Uh, trick question. Yeah, in heaven, right? Think about that. Think about, think about how big God is. And there's like angels and lightning and thunder. And he's God and he made everything. And he's just so big that even space can be held in his hand. And then they say, God wants to be with us. So I know, let's, let's think about this even more. Let's think about who us is. Everybody point at yourself. So God is coming to be with me. And I think that's kind of hard for us to th- Like, we know, like, hey, we're actually sinful people. That's a big deal that God wanted to come be sim- with sinful people. But he also wanted to become with us as humans. Do you know how weird humans are? We have earwax. Yeah, it's disgusting. Like, we smell bad. We're rude to our teachers. We, like, do disrespectful things, and we smell. Did I mention earwax? Like, guys, ew. And yet God said, I'm going to come be with you. Well, this sounds like great news. Am I right? So I started thinking about, okay, if God wants to be with us, I wanted to know, like, why? Why does God want to be with us? right? Why, why did he come? What was his motivation? Who's ever heard of John three sixteen? All right, let's read it. Um, Jalen, can you put that in? For God was so annoyed with the world that he sent his only son that whoever was able to fix themselves enough would not perish, but have everlasting life. My goodness. Hold, what hold, goodness. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ooh. I don't, I don't know. Is that a different translation? That doesn't. Um, Jalen, do you have a different? Do you have a different version? I don't think that one's quite right. Okay. Yeah. This. Okay. All right. So John three sixteen is Mary was already talking about incredible. Like, let's put it on our shirts, jewelry, signs. It like this is like if there's ever going to be a verse, this is the verse, right? For God was so good that He had no choice but to save us but it wasn't because he liked us. Uh, now here's... Hold, hold on. I have... Are we sure? Does that look and, weird to you, Reed? Honestly, Kinda, that, that, um, that maybe one, it's a different that one resonates with me. It resonates with you? Well, I like this other translation. You know how different translations speak to you. So Jalen, maybe it's the other translation that we were talking about. Oh yeah, for God was so disgusted and disappointed with the world that he sent his only son to clean up the mess no, and fix the people. That's still not. I, actually, I do feel like it was the last one <laughs> that we had. I, that, that's, not, that's not it. Is it? I don't know. Is that it? What do you guys think it is? 
Oh wait, you're wait, you're saying like I haven't. Hold on, is there another translation, Jalen? Because these guys up here are saying something that I'm not expecting to hear. Oh my goodness! For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. You think that one's right? Is that it? Is that the right translation? You know what? I think that one's right too. And I have a harder time believing that one than I do believing the other three we had up. I I know it in my head. I know why he came. But then I probably also in my heart live my life as if, well, he, he just had to. Because he's God. And he wouldn't be good if he didn't do that for me. But what if he actually liked me? <laughs> what if he liked me before I was ever born? What if, like, have you ever thought of this, kids? What if he liked you guys so much that he made you? Like, I like Matthew Tinsley so much, I'm going to go ahead and create him into the world. <laughs> so I can spend time with him here. It's an unbelievable thought. I mean, both of these thoughts, the thought of Emmanuel is unbelievable. God with us? Are you kidding? Have you ever thought about the things that Jesus left to come here, be born into a poor family? Even like Jesus' family line, the brokenness and the people that he came from. And so he left everything that's like, imagine the most perfect thing you could ever think of. Eating cake every day. Jesus, Jesus left eating cake every day, metaphorically. For us, like he left absolute perfection to come to be with a bunch of weirdos with earwax. It's unbelievable. But the next really unbelievable thing is that he came because he loved us so much. And here's the thing: like if if we if we can't get that second truth, like really in us that he came because he loved us, it's going to derail the first truth that he is with us. Imagine if you believed wholeheartedly that Jesus was with you, but you believed he was with you because he hated you and he was frustrated and was just trying to keep you in line. Like, God with us sets us free. But if I don't believe that he loves me, him with me actually will crush me. I'll be afraid to move, to dance, to sing, to shout. I'll be afraid to actually be free because what if I do it wrong? Both of these truths will change your life. Also, if you don't grab onto these truths, that'll change your life too. Because if it's... Because if it's motivated by love, it doesn't matter if I'm in a season of blessing, in a season of discipline, in a season of warfare, in a season of just being with him. That changes everything. If I believe that God, this is the one I struggle with the most. I believe, I struggle a lot with believing that God's really annoyed with my existence. I don't know. It's just what's in there. And so if he comes with me like, Miriam, I want to give you a good gift. I don't hear, my daughter, I want to give you a good gift. I hear, you can have this. 
And I don't hear, Miriam, there's something in your life I want to talk to you about. Here, come close to me. I hear, you better get your act together because this is annoying. So it changes everything. And it's not just he kind of loved. John 3.16 says he so loves that there's something about us in our broken, earwax-filled, fear-trembling state that so compels him that he doesn't just want to set us on a path by ourselves. He wants to be with us in every breath, in every circumstance, in everything because he's so with and so loves. That's amazing. It's really amazing. But it's so simple, I think we forget like the song, Jesus Loves Me. I love that song. Maybe because it's so simple. And maybe because it might contain one of the most profound truths that the world's ever heard. Because I, kn- I know me. <laughs> I'm sure you guys know you, too. I know me, and it doesn't change the truth about that. I know me, and it doesn't change the truth about John 3.16. Here's the thing. Jesus knows me, and it doesn't change the truth that he loves me. What? I had no wonder they had to make up a word in the New Testament to describe the gospel. And probably even making up a word to describe something that was so good, we don't have a word to describe it, we still didn't come up with the word good enough. No wonder so much of the New Testament is, is Paul reminding people, no, let me take you back to just the truth of the gospel. No, you just get the truth of the gospel back. Like, just get these truths back in me. Jesus, what does it mean that you're with me? In good times and bad times? At the grocery store. The grocery store. In traffic. In the car line. (laughs) Amen. The the car line will quickly reveal the abundance or deficit of joy you carry in your life. (laughs) Jesus is with me there. But he's not with me there just tolerating me. He's there loving me. Actually paving the way for, for freedom and joy, and actual eternal life. And not just the eternal life that's the kind of life you get after earthly life ends, but the eternal life that's partnering with the very life that the Father lives. His life and partnering with that life now. So we want to we finish at our tables today. Talking about a couple of questions. So kids, I have a couple of questions I want you to ask your parents. They're like two-part questions, each one. All right, here's the first question. Do you believe that Jesus is Emmanuel? That he's with you? And then how do you know that he's with you? And number two, do you believe that Jesus loves you? <laughs> 